Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Very Unimportant People, a podcast where two very unimportant people discuss some opinions that are very important to us. Will these opinions change the world? No. Will we continue to say them anyways? You bet we will. And before you even think of making fun of us, don't worry, we got you. We're here to make fun of ourselves so you don't have to. Each week, we'll present an opinion or a few opinions about a useless topic, and we'll either fight each other about it, or we'll pretend that we're fighting you. So whether we agree or disagree, there will always be a fight. The world has forgotten what opinions that you can fight about, so we are here to remind you on very unimportant people. We are very unimportant people, but we have opinions that are very important to us. You know? We're very passionate about them. Mm. We're important to people. We we're important to someone, but... Kind of. <laughs> not to the world. It's not that we don't care. It's just that, like, if we if we did or if we didn't, it doesn't really make a difference. Like, it's not that we don't care. It's that the world doesn't care. It's not. It's, mm-hmm, it's not me. Mm-hmm. It's you. It's not us. It's the world. <laughs> oh, we forgot to introduce ourselves. My name is Lydia, and when I said 2021, it sounded like I said 2021. So think about think about just, that. Just think about it. Did 2020 win? <laughs> Or did 2021. And I'm Courtney, and I taught myself how to crochet this week. And we, oh, wait. And now do you want to do, it? and we? Yes. <laughs> okay. Cool. Okay, ready? And we are your hosts. Talented, brilliant, incredible, amazing, show-stopping, spectacular, never the same, totally unique, completely not ever been done before. I like it. It's a little bit easier than trying to match it up. Ooh, okay. I have a joke to tell you. Yeah, what's up? Just to start the podcast off with something kind of lighthearted, you know? Because our opinions are real serious. What did Adam say to Eve the day before Christmas? What? Merry Christmas Eve. Talented, brilliant, incredible, amazing, show-stopping, spectacular, never the same. I don't. <laughs> kind of. I don't know if it's an accomplishment. That I'm laughing at that. That was more of like a. It was a bit of a pity laugh. No, it was funny. It's it's funny. It's funny. Yeah, I'll get. It's funny. All around me are familiar. <laughs> so after last week's podcast, we released a poll for everybody to vote in on Instagram, and I personally was very interested in some of the responses that we got because. A lot of the times people actually did manage to make friends at work. That's one of the examples that I gave. It was, have you ever like made friends at work? Yes or no? And it was pretty much 50-50. 57% said no, that they haven't managed to make friends. And that was me and Courtney were in that, <laughs> were in that group. But a lot of people actually are very successful with making friends at work, which I thought was very interesting. So to each their own, I think is the lesson here. I guess we're just, I guess we're just loners. Yeah. I, I think guess that that's what that it. means. <laughs> We just have no social skills. <laughs> That's fine. New places, new people, all very hard for us. I mean, I'm so happy for the people who managed to Me make too. friends at work. Like, good for you. Mm-hmm. That's hard. <laughs> or maybe it's yeah. not. <laughs> maybe we're overthinking it. I honestly don't know what it is. Maybe it's because everyone is going into work at their field. Or, like, in something mm-hmm. that everybody has a similar interest in. Like you were saying about everyone's, how... Yeah, everyone's achieving. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Everyone's achieving. <laughs> um, and then the second poll was about front lawns. And I phrased it in a way that made it seem like it might be a bad thing by saying, do you subscribe to capitalism by mowing your front lawn and by like taking care of your front lawn and stuff? So I thought that more people would be shy and be like, oh, no, I don't subscribe to capitalism. That ain't me. But a lot of that was wrong. I was very wrong. I think it was like 60% or 70% of people who voted said that they did subscribe to capitalism. I'm I'm a little embarrassed because I I clicked the wrong answer. Yeah, when I noticed I that. I did the poll. <laughs> <laughs> so I answered yes. Yeah. Even I like, though oh. <laughs> I talked for like 45 minutes about how I don't. <laughs> And on top of that, I don't even have a front lawn. Yeah, you don't even so. take... You know what's weird about that, too? Is that Janaid, your <laughs> live-in partner, yes. also said yes. 
and we don't have a front lawn. So that was so funny. I was like, what are they taking care of? Their garden statue for the deer? Like, does that count as subscribing to communism? I don't know. <laughs> so yeah, I'm a little embarrassed about that one. That was so funny, Courtney. Oh, it was great. <laughs> But we will be sure to also, I mean, maybe we'll make this a weekly thing. We'll have some polls and see what you guys think. Yeah, we should. That was really interesting. I really like hearing from everybody and seeing their thoughts on (laughs) various opinions that we choose to post. So yeah, it was definitely And guys, don't forget, if you comment on our stuff, we will definitely shout you out. And we will definitely have you in the podcast, your comment in the podcast. So... If you're funny, or even if you're not funny, just leave a comment. Let us know what you think. Yeah, we'd be so happy to hear about that. We love interacting with people. (laughs) I meant that, like, genuinely. I'm sorry that sounded so sarcastic, but we actually enjoy... (laughs) We enjoy, um, you know, interacting with people in a setting that is very low commitment, such as the internet. (laughs) I got an Apple Watch for Christmas. You did? Yeah. Ooh, let's see, girl. Mm-hmm. You're not wearing it? No, I honestly don't know what to do with it. What do you mean? Wear it. And then what? <laughs> you use it? I don't I don't For know. For what? If you got a shirt, what would you do with your shirt? <laughs> you would wear it, right? But like what's it for? <laughs> like I love seeing mean? I love seeing my heart, right? You know, that's really interesting yeah. and really cool. But like all your text will show up on it. You can answer your text from it. It's nice. Like, I really, really like it. I'm really happy I have it. But, like, I just don't know what to do with it. I think you should wear it. I only it. wear it when I go for walks. Just wear Just. <laughs> I think you're making the concept of an Apple Watch a little bit more complicated than it needs to be. You can tell the time. Put it on your wrist. Yeah. And then when you're like, hmm, I wonder what time it is. Mm. Look at your wrist. Just a little. That's interesting. That's that's an interesting concept right there. It's yeah. actually a watch. It, yeah. yeah. It's a watch. <laughs> Oh Honestly, my gosh, like we can do walkie-talkie. What is that? I kept seeing that, and I couldn't figure out what it was. Okay, I sent you a request for walkie-talkie. Okay. How did... What was that? That was the right noise. That means I want to talk to you. Is my name on yours? <gasps> it's yellow. Hello. Hey, what's up? Hey, what's up? <laughs> so now we can walkie-talkie each other. This is so cool. There we go, and that's what you can use your Apple Watch for. Lydia, Hi. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you've convinced me. So do you want to start us off yeah. with your opinion this week? Yes, I can totally start with my opinion this week. Yay, I'm so excited. I haven't done any research, so this is all going to be new to me. Oh, also... My genuine reaction. We, yeah, I don't think up? we have any um redemption points i don't think we need redemption for idiots this oh week, right? you're right yeah no i don't think so we didn't make too many like sweeping declarations of anything so i think we're gonna be okay and like we actually researched <laughs> last week so yeah. i think it was i think it was a little better yes um no shade to like i know i talked a lot about when you turn 30 it becomes really hard to make friends i hope mm. that's not true i do <laughs> yeah yeah i hope so yeah, that's that's pretty much my only comment on last week. I think we pretty much killed it. There might be some regarding this week since I haven't done a lot of research, but <laughs> it'll be okay. That's okay. That's okay. It gives us more to talk about next week. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Not that we need it. Hour and 20 minute long episode last week. <laughs> Sorry about that, everybody. Um, yeah, what's up? Just Just a heads up to everyone. We're trying some new stuff with our audio recording today. Mm-hmm. Um, so if it sounds different or it sounds weird or, you know, just, yeah, just bear with We're us. Trying We're learning. New. <laughs> we are trying. We're self-employed. We, we are self-employed <laughs> and <clears throat> we're self-employed and untrained training ourselves. Seriously. So. Like trying to be like an audio engineer as well as a social media manager, as well as a podcast releaser all at the same time. It's a lot. It, they don't warn you about this lot. in high school. They definitely don't. They definitely don't. It's been it's been a week, honestly. Actually, the week hasn't been bad, but today has been a day. We had our first like call it what we it had is a PR crisis yes. today. PR crisis. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, maybe we'll tell you guys about it one day. Maybe not. I think we'll approximately eight people know about it. <laughs> Two of them are us. So. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's that's true. So about six people know about it. 
Yeah, and we'll just see if those people actually know that they know what we're talking about. <laughs> okay. So, my opinion this week is that adults drinking milk is just wrong. What is so wrong about it? <laughs> I don't get this point at all. <laughs> okay, first, okay, before I go into my point, why don't you think it's wrong? Like, why do you think it's just a cool, an okay thing to do? Because milk is good for you. Milk gives you calcium. Milk makes your bones stronger. Milk is really good with cookies. Like, why would you want to take that away from anybody? You know what I mean? And it just has, it's just full of vitamins and nutrients. I heard that raw milk is like real bad for you, isn't it? I don't know. I, I don't think so. It depends on what, what cow you get it from. Like when I used to drink raw milk in Poland, because like my grandpa had a cow and like it was literally amazing. Like it tasted so good. And then I recently found out it's because it was filled with like pus. <laughs> Ew. Ew. And you're just like, yeah, that's fine. Just drinking drinking a good old cup of pus. Yeah, well, it's mostly milk and it's mostly calcium and that stuff also you know grows you know your immune system. Do you know what pus is though? Yeah, it's like the stuff in pimples. It's like your body trying to fight against an infection. Yeah, it's it's like white blood cells. It's it's the dead infection, and you're just okay with consuming this? I think it makes your body stronger. It helps you grow antibodies against future infections. And like as a kid, even as an adult, that could be really useful. That's what your mother's milk is for. Yeah, but you don't drink that and like until past the age of like probably like four. Four. I don't know how old. What what's the proper age? <laughs> Actually, I I don't think there is a proper age. I think I mean there's like a movement right now that's yeah like normalized breastfeeding. So I don't yeah. know if there's a proper age. I think I wasn't I was not breastfed until the age of four. I think mm -hmm. I was weaned a lot sooner. But you know, to each their own. Yeah, but I think that is just easy for a child to digest, for a baby to digest. Now, as adults, mm. like, you can drink milk and, like, feel like you're getting your calcium, you know, feel like you're getting your whatever else comes in milk, vitamins, nutrients, I don't know. And also, I've noticed if you stop drinking milk, you become lactose intolerant. That's what happened to me, and that's why I can't drink milk anymore. Freaking ruin my life, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. Uh, one year I'm without so drinking milk, and now I can't have a cup. <laughs> I just, okay, I don't get... So generally, like, we're weirded out by the concept of grown humans drinking human breast milk, mm -hmm. right? Yes. Like, if you just saw a man drinking breast milk, or even a woman, if you just saw a person, a grown adult drinking breast milk, you'd be like, hey, that's a little weird. Yeah. But dairy milk is just the breast milk of a cow. Like, its purpose, the purpose that it's supposed to serve is to help young calves grow rapidly. Hmm. But, like, what, what is that doing mm. to adults? Like, it's just a cocktail of, like, growth hormones and fatty fats yeah, and all so. this stuff to help something grow from tiny to really big really quickly. Mm -hmm. And we're putting it into our bodies. I don't know. Mm. I feel like it's so, like, normal now for, like, anyone to drink milk. Okay, this, this is going to jump a bit, but there's no there's no breast milk cheese. But there's cow milk cheese. There's goat milk cheese. That's the only milks I can think of right now. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't think it's that good. And <laughs> me neither. <laughs> I just, I, it confuses me. I can't get my brain past the fact that we're not okay with humans drinking human breast milk, but we're okay with humans drinking other animals' breast milk. And then what we have to do to the animal to keep it in a stage where it's producing breast milk mm, for a really a natural amount of time. And also, who was the first person that was like, hey, Oh no. I'm, <laughs> I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna get milk from that cow. And why was everybody else Ew. like, yeah, that's that's a good idea. That's so gross. Someone probably like saw a little baby calf drinking it and they were like, I wonder what's so good about that. <laughs> it weirds me out and I did some research on this. Mm -hmm. So I apparently science is actually also science and sociology and just just research is very perplexed by the phenomena as well. Really? Yeah. Mm. There's like so many different theories as to why humans started drinking milk and why we still drink milk and why some people are lactose intolerant and why others aren't lactose intolerant. So we know that other mammals and humans before we started drinking milk, they have the presence of lactase, which is like the enzyme that breaks down milk. 
they have that at birth and then it sharply declines after weaning and adults of other mammals have very low to no lactase left like you're supposed to lose it you're supposed to have lactase while you while you're breastfed like when you're a baby Mm -hmm. and then you're just supposed to lose it Mm. that's like biologically what's supposed to happen to us Mm. so there's like a few theories about how we started drinking milk and why we still have the enzyme why some of us still have the enzyme i think so one theory is called the culture culture historical theory which some scientists have that is basically that pastoral people people that were living amongst like animals and stuff like that Mm -hmm. they were the first ones to start drinking milk because they were just like close to these animals they started drinking milk and then this is where the confusion happens it's kind of like a chicken and the egg situation they're like what came first Mm -hmm. was there lactase already present in the people that started drinking milk or did they start drinking milk and then like develop lactase or keep their lactase I feel like it's that one. (laughs) But that means that when people started drinking milk, they were, like, shitting themselves. Because (laughs) if they didn't have the enzyme before, they would have been lactose intolerant, right? Oh, my God. But they're just, like, obsessed with milk. But they're like, no, this is a good idea. I swear. (laughs) (sighs) Maybe they, like, gave it to kids. And, like, once the kid... And then the kids And the kid just... Yeah, yeah. Technically, that means that you never were weaned off of breast milk if you still have lactase, Mm -hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So maybe, like, children started drinking it because they're, oh, I just had a brilliant idea because they probably wanted yeah. to keep drinking breast milk. But their mom was like, no, like, fuck off. Like, I don't want to do this anymore. My nipple hurts. <laughs> and so they started giving them, like, cow's milk as a substitute. And maybe that's how it all started. They were, like, just trying to get I mean, their that's... kids to shut up. <laughs> it's, a, it's, it's a decent theory. Thank you. <laughs> but... It's not, like, this theory doesn't totally stand because a lot of nomadic um, herd populations or nomadic, yeah, herders, I think that's what it's called, um, they actually have really low levels of lactase persistence, which is when you keep the lactase enzyme. Mm -hmm. Um, So Mongols, which are historically, like, nomadic herders, only 12% of Mongols have lactase persistence. So the theory doesn't totally stand. But, like, with that aside, the intensity of lactase persistence on natural selection is known to be one of the highest of all genomes. So, it's like... Wait, what? If if somebody has lactase persistence and you mate with another person and produce an offspring, mm-hmm. the LP is one of the most likely genes to be passed on to your child. Oh. So, it went through natural selection i think really quickly because it's super powerful Mm -hmm. and like always gets selected for but the idea of natural selection is that that thing will give you an advantage in your environment yeah but scientists are also confused about why drinking milk gives you such an advantage that's so for it to be one of the strongest genomes in natural selection that's so weird i wonder if maybe the reason is that if like women if there something were to happen to women and they would stop producing breast milk altogether, they would have to give children, like, babies. No? No, there's formula. <laughs> oh, yeah, you're right. There's literally baby formula for it. Like, science has advanced beyond the need for milk. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Fuck. <sighs> Thanks. Thanks for proving my point. Damn it. <laughs> That's not how this was supposed to go. <laughs> Yeah, so scientists are just, like, generally really confused about how we started drinking milk, why some people are lactose intolerant, and why some people aren't, Mm -hmm. and why it's such a strong deciding factor in natural selection. Yeah, that's confusing. Um, Why is it so strong? It is confusing. Maybe it's, like, why the appendix is still around, just (laughs) because... Just because... Yeah, like, it's so strong that it continues on, even though it's not being used for anything, just like the genome... I guess so. I think the appendix, though, is, like, slowly dying off, isn't it? I don't know. Is it? I have no idea. That was I didn't my hear understanding about of it. I thought it used to have some use, and then because of our evolution, it's become useless. Yeah. So now it's just, like, a little thing that hangs out, but it used to have a purpose. So in my head, it's slowly being extinct, you know? We're just, like, in the process of it disappearing. Oh, my God. That'd be so cool. A lot of stress in my life comes from the fact that I have an appendix. <laughs> and it can just burst at any And it moment. could burst at any second. <laughs> You just get pain and you're like, oh, fuck. Today's the day. <laughs> Today's the day. <laughs> um, and then I have some cool facts about milk and about 
lactose intolerance and stuff like that. Let's hear them. So. Bring it on. Let's hear them. You can tell if somebody is lactose intolerant by the amount of hydrogen in their breath. Huh? (laughs) Hydrogen? Huh? (laughs) Hydrogen. Yeah. And it's because all this, like, lactose-y stuff sits in your colon and goes undigested because your body can't break it down. Okay. And then it goes through a fermentation process Gross. in your colon and reduce and like um, produces gases. And that's why you get bloated too. Oh. And that's why you get gassy. It's so nasty. Also, between 1988 and 1991, eight people got drunk off of the amount of vitamin D. <laughs> That was added to milk. No freaking way. It, they called it, they basically called it a vitamin D overdose. <laughs> That's amazing. Like, I guess there weren't enough regulations or something on the amount of vitamin D added to milk. What? So these people just started coming in and they were super like woozy and out of it and kind of delirious. And it's because they were drinking milk oh, and there was too much vitamin D in it. So theoretically, if you take like 20 vitamin D pills, you could get like drunk off vitamin D. I think so. I don't recommend anyone trying that. <laughs> is it a fun drunk or like what kind of, what are we talking about? I don't know. I don't, I don't <laughs> Let's know. Pop some pills. This was a medical journal from 1988. Dang. They did not say if it was fun or not. Wow. So the debate about milk has been going on since 1988. <laughs> it's been going on for a while. People are confused about it. I don't think I'm the first one to have the opinion that it's weird. Yeah, yeah. And I think my last, my last point on this not really my last point on this. Just a, a side thought that I have on the whole milk controversy mm-hmm. is that I think dairy farmers are kind of a cult. They're I a think cult? they're up to some sketchy. Sh- it, it, it's <laughs> it's weird. They're up to weird stuff. What kind of weird so stuff? Like, like just the way that they farm animals. Tell me, tell me why dairy is considered an essential food group. I, I when cannot. Biologically, <laughs> it's not essential for human function. And they call it an essential food group because it has calcium in it. Yeah. But there are a lot of other foods that have calcium in them. And they're not considered a food group. I have a I have a quote from this lady, Alyssa Hamilton. She wrote a book called Got Milked. <laughs> what you didn't know about dairy, the truth, about calcium, and why we'll thrive without milk. And she said Milk having special status as calcium source makes as much sense as pumpkin seeds being a food group because they're high in magnesium. What? No way. Why is dairy a food group? And I think it has something to do with dairy farmers as to why dairy is a food group. I think it has to do something with like our dairy industry and the economy. I remember hearing about this at some point. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. So it's it's like milk propaganda. They have. Oh, you know what? They probably have people on the inside in the government who are like they're probably blackmailing them. Sorry, I said blackmailing. What is blackmailing? <laughs> blackmailing. Oh, blackmailing. <laughs> <laughs> gotcha. Yeah. I follow. They're they're they're, <laughs> they're blackmailing the freaking dairy industry. The other way around. They're blackmailing the, dairy the government. Blackmailing the government. Yes. I think that's a solid theory. I believe it because it. I don't. Do you think I, the mafia is involved? Like the Italian mafia? Maybe the milk mafia. Maybe M and mafia <laughs> oh. stands for milk. <laughs> Got mafia. Mafia. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So dairy is probably a cult. And like we don't need dairy in our diet. It's totally okay to have it in your diet, but it you don't need it. Mm-hmm. So it shouldn't be an essential food group. Technically, we don't need bread either, right? But isn't 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 bread an essential bread. food group? I think carbs is. Carbs? Is it <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> carbs are essential. Carbs are where you get, like, all of your energy from. What are the other food groups? And when was the... the When was dairy introduced to the food chain? To, I mean, not the food... Oh, yeah. That's a good point. Into the food pyramid. Because if it was around the same time that dairy became such a cult, maybe there's a... I don't think it was. Correlation. Um, between the last 5,000 and 10,000 years humans started drinking milk it's really weird i was about to blame it on marketing but it can't be marketing i don't think there was marketing it was basically the neolithic stage in modern day northern europe is where like the drinking milk practice began and that's still the region that has the highest levels of lactase persistence but Mm -hmm. i pulled up this random picture of food groups as a kid, dairy I was told to drink milk. Mm-hmm. Is the first one. 
First, veg- yeah, vegetables is the second. Fruits, Sick. grains, and protein. What? That seems backwards. <laughs> right? Why is milk on its own? Why is dairy on its own? Maybe it's on its own because it'd be easy to remove <laughs> if the empire were ever to fall. I wish you could see this. This one's like a picture of a plate. Mm-hmm. It says fruits on a fourth, vegetables, grains, protein. And mm-hmm. then there's a cup beside the plate that says dairy. So they're forcing you to drink milk. Yeah, it's just like added your... in there. Just What do you think about it. that theory um, from that documentary on Netflix about how it helps you grow muscles and how like those bodybuilders would oh, drink breast milk. breast milk yeah they would buy yeah. breast milk from mothers who didn't need it anymore were like freezing it in giant refrigerators in their basement and were selling it for like 75 cents a pack or some shit like that you could buy a year's worth supply of breast milk for like 500 dollars. i don't know what the math is on that but what do you think of that because they said that it worked like i don't know if it's brainwashing but those those men genuinely those bodybuilders were like Oh, Those yeah, three bodybuilders said it Can't worked. go another day without my breast milk. <laughs> Gotta put it with my protein shake. <laughs> okay, here's an idea. Just have the protein shake. <laughs> but they were having the protein shake. That's what. That's where they're confused about, because they had the protein shake, and apparently it did nothing without the breast milk included in it, because it has some sort of natural something. I don't remember what the exact I words they used were. But <laughs> I don't buy it. I mean... Do you think it's a placebo? Maybe it does help in some way because the argument still does stand that breast milk, human breast milk, is to make humans grow rapidly. So I guess it could make sense that it would help your muscles grow as an adult. But do I think it's not weird? No. I think it's still super weird. (laughs) So weirded out by it. I love it. (laughs) Does it give you the ick? It's not for you. That's not That's why it's there. Also, with, like, the human breast milk, I I worry about... If we start with that, where do we end up? Because that's how we started with the cow, too. Just some people drinking cow's breast milk and saying, hey, this is really cool. And now we have a whole dairy milk industry. If people start drinking human breast milk now, Gross. where will we take it? too far probably way too too far far. (laughs) too far i don't we don't need human breast milk farms you know oh my god that's so weird can you imagine if your job is to go to somewhere and like just get your boobs pumped you make minimum wage or something (laughs) plus commission i would hope more than that (laughs) i hope so too (laughs) and i mean there's a biological reason why you only produce breast milk when you have a baby yeah. Not just your whole life, because you don't need it your whole life. No one needs it their whole life. Just babies need it. Yeah, they just need to rapidly grow, and then they're good. Yeah. Oh, man. What if the aliens come down and start drinking breast milk as, like, they're like, mm, this goes so well with alien cookies. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like, I'm just, trying to, I'm just trying to put this into another perspective. Yeah, to- yeah. Like, if you frame it as imagine the cows were people. Yeah. Imagine people were using... Somebody was using people in the same way that we're using cows for milk. It's super Pretty weird. weird. Pretty weird. <laughs> Did you hear about the dairy farmers? They sued like almond milk and soy milk and oat milk because they used no. the word milk on their packaging. No. Yeah. So they can't use... you. If you look at it now, it doesn't say almond milk. It says like milk substitute or almond beverage. What? Yeah. Because the dairy farmers like came together and they sued these industries so that they couldn't use the word milk that's sketchy there's definitely some underground shit there (laughs) how can you see someone that's what i'm saying how can you trademark the word milk and they did like a whole rebranding thing i think it was was either this year it was recently because people stopped drinking as much milk and there was a huge decline in milk consumption and Mm -hmm. they rebranded it as like a performance beverage so like oh commercials of high performance athletes drinking milk being like "Ooh, this is my new super yeah this makes me stronger this makes me work harder yeah so they're just trying to convince us that we need milk and that milk is super beneficial but we don't and it's weird and if you drink milk you are weird (laughs) (laughs) i I see where you're coming from it's too sexual to be not weird (laughs) that's a very good way of putting it (laughs) It, it is a little sexual. 
Yeah. And I think we're removed from that because somebody else does it for us and then puts it in a carton and we just like buy the carton and we're like, ooh, this yummy beverage is just in this cardboard, Mm -hmm. you know, carton and we don't actually think about where it came from and how that person got it. Welcome to the second half of the podcast, everybody. Um, This is Lydia's half. This is Lydia's side. I'm here to tell you about how I hate shaking hands. And like, I think it's, it just is the thing in the world that gives me probably the most anxiety when it comes to meeting new, well, that's not necessarily true, but like (laughs) meeting new people is so hard, literally just because I know I have to shake their hand. I don't like touching people. I don't like it when people go to touch my hand. I don't like doing that. Let's see how big your hand is compared to mine. Like I literally will go out of my way to like only touch people on their clothes. Like, so they don't know how sweaty my hands are all the time. (laughs) Like it's a problem. It's, it's kind of, dictating my life let me know in the comments if anybody else has this because that would be really interesting to me to see how you solved it because like i've been looking for solutions but ever since the pandemic came about i haven't had to shake anybody's hand because people are afraid of germ transmission which is amazing you know i never even considered the fact that germs are being transmitted with every handshake i just get so nervous that my hand starts to sweat even more before i go to shake someone's hand and then by the time i'm shaking their head it's just disgusting and i'm like oh god i'm sorry like i shouldn't be this shouldn't be a thing like i just hate it i even hate like wiping my hand on my pant before like going to shake their hand because I feel like they see it and I feel like they know what I'm doing and like they just know I just I just hate it I hate everything about it and also it's just a really weird way to assert your dominance over someone for example um when I went to school in college we had a whole 15 minute portion of one of our classes dedicated to the perfect handshake you did my nightmare this was my nightmare. <laughs> yeah, what? we did. It was in a production management class and they were just talking about how important it is to meet people and how important your first handshake is. I'm like, bruh. <laughs> That's making... a lot of pressure. And for a person like me <laughs> who just can't shake hands on the regular, like I will rather do anything. I would rather kiss every single person I meet on the lips than shake their hands. <laughs> we should start doing that. I'd be down for that. I agree with you. I hate handshakes. I don't have, my hands aren't clammy on the reg, but when I get nervous, which is normally before I meet new people, yeah, they happens. definitely do get clammy. And then especially job interviews, that's yes. what comes to mind the most when you talk about this. And when you're sitting, like waiting for a job interview, like periodically wiping your hands yeah, so that when the moment comes, when your interview starts, your hands won't have enough time to build up too much clamminess. Right. So you're just, like, periodically, like... <laughs> I know, it's ridiculous. Even that motion of, like, moving your hand on your pan is causing heat. It's causing friction, which is warming up your hand, which is causing... And then my thought is always, if I do it too... If I do it too much, will there be marks on my pants? Oh, that's my worst. Yeah, 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 dude. Can you imagine yeah. just sweat marks? That used to happen to me with my jeans. I think jeans were just a different fabric, but, like, sometimes if my mm-hmm. hands were really sweaty, I would touch my jeans and it would leave a blue darker blue mark than the rest of them i was like okay whoa <laughs> hopefully no one saw that but i could like always wipe it away but still like it was just so oh it's just not a thing anyway so this whole like 15 minute portion of my class about you know meeting new people in the industry and how important it is to have a firm handshake but not too firm because you're new and you can't be too aggressive with your handshake because people are going to remember you for that blah 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 so dumb i had to shake 25 people's hand <laughs> and then have them tell me that my handshake was not good <laughs> have them tell me to my face that my hands were sweaty <laughs> that is so uncomfortable if i ever went to a class and they were like you have to touch people today i would leave <laughs> i know right it was so weird and oh, so strange and then everybody nominated the person with the best handshake <laughs> that's so weird what and then she went around and shook everybody's hand so we could learn how to shake. What? Isn't that so strange? That's really weird. Abolish handshakes. A hundred percent abolish handshakes. They just don't need to exist, man. Like, oh, I they really it. don't too, because there's a lot of cultures around the world that 
don't use handshakes to have other ways of greeting each other there's so many other ways we could do it i would rather do it in literally any other way and um i was reading about how h1n1 in 2009 was the thing that made people like start to not shake hands as much because they didn't realize before that how many germs are transmitted through holding someone's hand and shaking it for like five seconds a high five gives off less germs than shaking someone's hand for like that period of time i also found out that it's literally just not necessary at all because people used to shake each other's hands in ancient greece to show that they didn't have weapons personally in canada we never have weapons <laughs> useless yeah that's not my first assumption and also yeah. if you had a weapon you can still shake someone's hand like you can conceal your weapon i know yeah what the fuck I, when you had a bow and arrow it would be yeah it'd be a little bit harder but now that we have i mean i don't want this to be violent but we have smaller weapons yeah you can conceal your weapon and still shake someone's hand you don't need two hands to hold your weapon it's- exactly so what's the point like you can assume you could just assume that everybody has a weapon you know because everybody's gonna shake your hand so what's the point (laughs) it gets us nowhere (laughs) yeah exactly literally so pointless i also think that i think that there is oh an extra aspect to it being a female yeah and having to shake hands because i don't think traditionally women did shake hands and i think it's Something that's coming into fruition now, which is great, but it's also confusing to know when I need to shake someone's hand. Like, when I go to, like, family friend's house, a lot of times my brother and my dad will shake the hand of of the man of the house that we're going to. Yes. And then it's my turn, and I'm like, hug? (laughs) Do I do the hug or do I do a shake of the hand? What am I supposed to do in this situation? It's a really uncomfortable situation. Like, why doesn't family just hug? (laughs) Yeah, why don't we all just hug? And when you go to job interviews, if your job interview is with another woman, Mm -hmm. I always, I always, I don't know. I'm always like, do we have to do this? Yeah, I totally do. Do we have to do the man's thing? The man's thing. It is genuinely like a, a man's thing. In a lot of cultures still today, men are way more likely to shake hands than women. It's just not really a thing. So therefore, for equality, I don't think it should be a thing for anybody. Well, yeah, we should abolish it. Let's just get rid of it completely. <laughs> Instead of us women trying to be less feminine and be like a powerful man and shake people's hands, we should just completely abolish it and find yeah. a new way to greet people that is not so like dominance-driven and awkward and unhygienic oh so unhygienic and then you have to freaking sit there the worst is when somebody squeezes your hand to the point of like pain has that happened to you before holy shit i'm like did that happen in your 15 minute class or (laughs) (laughs) no maybe just as a joke when i like started working in theater doing like stage builds and stuff like that i would meet people and they would go to shake my hand and like normally it was men like it was a primarily like male industry and i would go to shake their hand and sometimes they would literally squish it so hard to the point where i can't even squeeze back to assert my dominance because they're holding onto my hand so tightly that it's just paralyzing my fingers from doing anything that's that's a red flag if i've ever heard one i hate them why did that have to happen why did i have to feel like my fingers were immobilized you know It must be really weird among men, too. Like, to shake someone's hand, like, really freaking hard. Is it just a competition at that point? I think it might be. (laughs) Who can squeeze first and who can squeeze the hardest to immobilize the other person? (laughs) Who can shake for longer? Oh, that's even worse. The release. Who releases first? How do you know when to stop? And my gut reaction when I release the person's hand is to wipe my hand off. Yeah, and then I stand there thinking so much about my hand because I'm like, about how much you can't wipe it. (laughs) Yes, yes, that happens to me too. Oh, it's so awful. Trust me, as a person with sweaty hands who have seen people wipe my hand sweat off of their hands, I feel so bad. Why did this have to happen to either of us? I I don't want to get rid of them because I want to be comfortable. I want to get rid of them because I want everybody else to be comfortable. Y'all don't need to shake my hand ever. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. (laughs) COVID has been a bit of a blessing. Yeah. In that sense, because you can be like, "Mm, sorry, the pandemic. Mm hmm. I'm definitely going to try to be, like, a props person from now on. Like, just a quick 
Just a quick high five. I don't think is too fast. No, high fives still would hurt me, you know, inside, you know, hurt my pride. Yeah, and I still feel like they're inappropriate. That's appropriate for a familiar situation, but still if you're going into a job interview. (laughs) Can you imagine? prop someone. (laughs) Or high five. Hey. They're going to think it's weird. I actually saw something really funny online about how... um, it's been like a thing that we've done naturally since when we were animals is how human beings have the urge apparently to after you shake a stranger's hand you sometimes will bring it close to you to like smell it because that's what animals do when they greet each other they smell each other's butts they smell like whatever so that's a good point isn't that so crazy okay we should start doing that in an alternate (laughs) universe just real quick (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> to say <laughs> to say hello to like your new employer or something like that you know just a little but okay with that just a quick question yeah what are you sniffing and how close do you get i don't know like, i guess it, you would how have would to... that play you just do you both sniff at the same time <laughs> hands by your side you just lean into foreheads each other. touching <laughs> <laughs> just a little uh, just go for it <laughs> Oh my god, that would be so awkward. In this world, in another universe, maybe that's completely normal. And maybe the other universe thinks us holding hands for an inappropriate amount of time while looking each other in the eyes and smiling is weird, you know? (laughs) It is weird. It is, and I don't like it. And it gives me anxiety, and I hate it. And I'm really glad that it's not happening. On a- okay, on another note that's kind of related. In job interviews, do you ever become hyper-aware, or just- in any socially anxious situation, of the amount of saliva you have in your mouth. Does that ever happen to you? Is this just a me thing? Um, have you ever I, thought about that? I can't And you're say like, do that. I swallow now? I can't say. Really? Okay, it's just me then. <laughs> That's so Sometimes, funny. once you start thinking about it, you can't stop. And you're oh like, how God. much is the normal amount? You're gonna Am I swallowing too much? Is my mouth too dry? Slash, am I gonna like spit when I talk? <laughs> yeah, I can't say that I have thought of that, but okay, that reminds okay. me of something that one of my friends told me, which is how aware you become when you realize that your tongue will never sit comfortably in your mouth. Don't. <laughs> <laughs> I knew sorry. when you said tongue, I was like, <laughs> mm, I should stop this. <laughs> yeah. Try not yeah. to think about it. I know, I do too, but, like, now the saliva thing has got me going. Like, why Why is there so much saliva in my mouth right now? Like, Are you thinking is... about it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah right? <laughs> right? And then you can't stop thinking. You're like, is yeah, this the normal now? Am I not swallowing because I'm thinking about it? Hmm. Do I need to... We don't notice when we're swallowing throughout the day, right? Or do we not make enough saliva for that? I don't know. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> is it only when you think about it? Do we normally just swallow? I don't think During I normally day? swallow. Do you like, only salivate when you think about it? Is I think that so. Why? I think so. I don't think I sit there and just like mm, 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 throughout the day, you know? Like, I think I just like have a resting amount of saliva. <laughs> like a resting heart rate. A resting sal- saliva rate. Maybe I salivate when I get nervous. Yeah, that could be a thing. I'm pretty sure dogs do so that, weird. so. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thanks. Yeah, yeah, Please no make me feel better. <laughs> All right, any um, concluding remarks about your opinion? Mm. I want to add in one fun fact. Yeah, go for it. In 1963, Lance Dawson shook 12,500 individuals' hands in 10 and a half hours in Wales, and this was recognized by the Guinness Book of World Records as, like, the most handshakes. Did he do it for the record, or did he just do it for fun? He did it for a publicity stunt. Apparently, actually, he was the mayor of some place, so he shook more than 11,000 hands in a single day, breaking the record previously held by Theodore Roosevelt, who had set the record with 8,510 handshakes at a White House I mean, reception. Makes, it makes more sense Why that does Theodore exist? Roosevelt would have it. <laughs> yeah, it does. Like, other than this random who probably just stood there, he was like, let me get as many people as I can in this place. Help me break a world record. And you just go up to every one of them and you're like, <laughs> like that's so weird. That'd be a better record. 12,500 yeah, individuals. Hand jobs. 
That'd be better. In ten and a half hours? Yeah, man, that'd be impressive. Ten and a half hours. Shaking your hands, I mean Good for you. Not that impressive. Yeah. Everyone can do that. <laughs> yeah. No one would want to, but everybody can. That was pretty much my last thing that I have to say about it, I think. It was very interesting to look this kind of stuff up and try to figure out like other ways of greeting people. They're all like air air kiss, applause. <laughs> Ericus. Hand hand to heart. I actually kind of like that one. Hand to that heart. That's cute. Right? I think I that like could work. That. And then it's that cute. kind of disqualifies any I'm not shaking your hand, you know, without verbally having to say like, I just don't do want to shake your hand. <laughs> oh my god. Just make an X. No, not today, Satan. No. Cut it off. It says Nazi salute. <laughs> oh, no, no. <laughs> Let's not bring that one back. <laughs> no, maybe not. Thumb signal. I like that too. Awkward turtle. <laughs> Why did they put in awkward turtle? <laughs> they literally put oh, this in me? on Wikipedia. <laughs> <laughs> this is why I donated. Yeah, abolish the handshake. I fucking hate that shit. I think the only thing that people would be concerned about is like closing off business deals because that seems to be... It's in the news, you know, like when this president shakes another president's hand it is like still regarded as a sign of peace even though obviously we have no weapons to conceal but like it is still like oh wow like there's a picture of them yeah, shaking they can hands. still like detonate their nuclear bombs when <laughs> do they get home like <laughs> shake hand with one hand press button with other instead of shaking hands bring back the stella ella ola what if the whole world just had a handshake that everyone knew <gasps> that would be so fun not not like a hand not not a handshake but a secret handshake. I love that. The peace out. Peace out. There's that um, deal or no deal guy Howie Dell. I want to say his name. Howie. Yeah, I believe you. Yeah, Howie Mendel. Mm-hmm. He's um, he's a germaphobe. He hosted <gasps> Deal or No Deal for a really long I love time. He's a that. germaphobe, and for years, when people come on the show, he fist bumps them. Instead of oh, yeah, handshakes he because he doesn't like to shake people's hands. From this day forwards, I am a germaphobe. <laughs> a germaphobe. Unless we abolish the handshake first. How do you bring that up to someone? Like when they go to shake your hand and you're like, oh, I'm sorry. Like, no offense to you, but just, I'm actually a germaphobe. No, like, just they go in for the handshake and just put your fist out to meet their hand. And they yeah, they can switch it. I know. I just hate that moment. It's so awkward. But it's better than shaking a hand, honestly. Like That's that true. moment Maybe where they're that'll like, Maybe that'll be the one oh. time though. Yeah, fucking. Hope and then so. they'll learn not to assume. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That wants a handshake. <laughs> How dare you assume? That Don't I want assume a my greeting. <laughs> <laughs> it's 2021. I could put my hand on a heart, and I don't need your judgment. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's all. I just really needed to rant about how much I hate shaking hands. I totally get it. I totally get it. I I don't. I don't love it either. And I am. Very grateful that a lot of the people that I meet these days are on Zoom. Yeah. Or I just do yeah. a little awkward wave. I like how this week we we both chose things that we were kind of weirded out by, you know? That's true. That's kind true. Of weirdly we went at up. it with, like, two different approaches. Mm-hmm. Very researched and just a rant. Yeah. Not just a rant, but a rant. A good it, rant. It was a good rant, yeah. It, it ended in, it's just a weird thing that neither of us like. You don't like milk, I don't like handshakes. And then we both agree with each other, too. Like, <laughs> It's been a good week for, for opinions. <laughs> I know, We've right? We've been supporting each other this week. Any updates on your life? Mm, not much. I've kind of been feeling like shit for like the past three days. I felt a lot better yesterday, so I'm back on it. Feeling good. good. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, yeah. A, I mean, it's... It's okay not to be okay sometimes. Yeah, it sucks, though. And just give yourself the space to be off. Remember when we used to wake up, feel hungover for two hours, and then just live Literally, our lives? Literally, and then we were fine. Yeah, it makes no like, sense. died the night before. <laughs> Half a bottle of tequila to the face. <laughs> Deceased. <laughs> and then we wake up and we were fine. Yeah. We're like, want to like, go get some go food? to school. Yeah. Oh. Ridiculous. Our bodies are slowly giving up on us, man, every day. Or they're just making us more responsible. I had a Zoom call with, like, my parents and some family friends for New Year's, which was actually a lot of fun. It was very last minute. We weren't going to do anything for New Year's. And then my mom texted me and she was like, what are you doing for New Year's? And I said nothing. And then she sent me the Zoom link to her call. Mm -hmm. That was happening in, like, an hour. (laughs) What did Um, you guys talk about? What did you do? We played trivia. 
And then we just <laughs> talked about life, you know? We've been family friends for a while, so just about... I haven't seen them in forever, Aww, so about yeah. the last year and... That sounds like yeah. fun. That sounds really nice. Mm. Yeah. I've been trying to also fix my sleep schedule. What are you at Thanks. right now? So, I learned about, like, sleep hygiene okay. a little while ago, and I kind of fell down a rabbit hole. Yeah, sleep hygiene is basically just how to sleep properly and, like, establish a sleep schedule. Oh, okay. So, I've been trying to do that. So, it means, like, turning off screens, oh, like, yeah. an hour to an hour and a half before you go to bed. Mm-hmm. And then setting, like, a strict bedtime and a strict wake-up time. So right now I'm doing, like, 11 o'clock I go to sleep and 7 o'clock I wake up, Mm, which is really hard because it's It's still dark outside. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I got one of those alarm clocks with the sunlight that, like, mimics the sunlight. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so that's that's what I've been doing this past week. Just trying to fix my sleep schedule. Do you wake up feeling, like, refreshed? Like, do you feel rested during the day? Okay. Me neither. I sit on the couch for, like, an hour and a half after I get up just wrapped in my blanket. (laughs) <laughs> just like <laughs> trying to keep myself awake that's so funny but i hope it'll get easier i took one of those 23 and me um genetic tests <gasps> cool once and it tells you your ideal wake-up time really yeah apparently was mine yours? was like 906 it was very exact why is it so specific down to the minute i don't know and I, how, how do we know that yeah, yeah. <laughs> How, how how what did you hear that apparently 23 and me is like owned by google and they're harvesting and holding on to all of your dna and information yeah okay <laughs> you have to check off a bunch of agreements and acknowledgements mm-hmm. when you do it but i think you can limit the amount of information that goes to certain places mm-hmm. i'm pretty sure the internet already knows most of the things about totally me if they know my ancestry i'm okay with that me too it's okay keep keep watching my browsing history like if anything it it'll just give me ads that are like super catered and will help me find what i need that are faster. actually helpful yeah yeah <laughs> come on guys dude <gasps> actually here's a life update i watched probably like three seasons of gossip girl in like two weeks because netflix introduced a new function which is playback speed so you could play your shows at 1.25 or 1.50, which is the one I prefer <laughs> to get through your shows faster. So I was watching Gossip Girl. Why would Girl, anyone like, need to do that? Damn, I can't believe it. No, Serena, but why? <laughs> Did that increase your enjoyment? No. Why would you do that? Because Gossip Girl wasn't going to be on past January 1st. So I had a deadline to meet. And I did the math. And I... <laughs> And I couldn't, I couldn't finish watching it because every episode is 55 minutes long. So I couldn't continue to go at the pace I was going. Like I had to, I had to. (laughs) Now it's not on Netflix and I watched the season finale on December 31st. What an accomplishment. It's, it's sad, I know. (laughs) That concludes our podcast. Thank you so much for listening to Courtney's opinions on how milk is weird and to my opinions about how handshakes are also weird. Keep them out of your lives for as long as you can. Please follow us on Instagram at veryunimportantpeople. That's very.unimportant.people. We also have an email. Um, we accept love mail and hate mail and all types of mail. Um, our email is here, and that's H-H-T-R-S haters like skater girl click here at gmail.com and that's it for us this week so have a great